Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. There's a countdown. Did you see that? Yes. Wasn't that nice? That, that was, was cool. pleasant. If if everyone's listening to the podcast, the audio version of this, uh, you didn't see what everyone else just saw. We just saw countdown, three, two, one, and go live. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Crypto Maniacs podcast here on the Glorious. We're on the high blockchain, but we are actually streaming a whole bunch of different cool places. We are on... Vim, as always, uh, we're up on uh, Twitter, but also for the first time ever on Twitch. And we're on Twitch for a few reasons. One, um, it's kind of a big place to do live streaming. I don't know if you've heard of it, Task, but Twitch is kind of a big deal. Have you heard of Twitch, Task? I've heard of Twitch, yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a smashing, successful platform. Where the kids go to game, but we can still use it for live streaming. So if you, uh, we'll, we'll get the accounts all set up. I'm just I'm streaming right now on the Johnny Coin account. So if you're if you're on Twitch, just go to at Johnny Coin. Uh, you can find that J O N N Y, not J O H N Y. And um, yeah, you guys can come hang out with us on Twitch. But of course, we're always on Vim, uh, and uh, we are also on uh, on the Twitter. So. Task, how's your week been so far, man? It was great till I tried to get on this show and you confused the hell out of me. I don't do well with change, my friend. You got to like send me an email three, three, four weeks in advance so I can adapt. I mean, this this put me in overload. Uh, I can't even, I, look, I don't even know, it, it's reversed. So if I like look at you, I'm looking the other way. Jeez, you change everything up on me. Dude, but that's the, you got to embrace change, you know? Uh, that's, uh, you know, for a guy who is a technologist, no, I don't like change, you know. Perfect. I, Perfect. I, 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 still, I still use my, uh, my uh, non-smartphone phone. I got a flip phone. I finally moved up to a flip phone. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, you know, I'm advanced. You don't got jitterbug, do you? <laughs> no. Yeah. Remember when Motorola was the name in flip phone in uh Razor. cell phones? The Razors and yeah, the, the, the Nokia. Artax. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm uh, doing well. I'm doing well. I uh I uh am trying to catch up on my I mean those guys over at the Speak Network, I mean they're they're churning out content and uh suddenly Starkers is, is showing up everywhere. I mean that guy is like just a chatterbox. I mean I, so far he, there's like two or three uh one plus hour videos that he's on. Uh, he's got the CTT thing. He's got the kickoff thing, and he did another interview. It's like that's like four, four or five hours worth of content. He's just he's he's like the the most popular man in show business. You know, he he, he is. He, he they just pushed Dan to the back burner. I mean, on that kickoff thing, Dan said like three things, and it started mm. was in control. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's Dan's been demoted, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they put they put Dan to the back and and made Starkers the uh, the the face of the franchise, I guess, right? Well, I, yeah. I I can see that because I've seen Dan on video, and and if you start start Starkers on his last video, he he certainly does look like somebody in the witness protection program. So, suave, very suave. Yeah, he had he had those glasses and and the hat, and I mean, it's like, you know, this guy may have turned on some mafia people. I, I don't know. It, you know, scary stuff. Scary stuff. He, 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 he might have just laid down the law with Dan. And I mean, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. We haven't announced this, but we have. I don't remember the date. Two weeks from this past Tuesday. So right. Ten days from now, we will have Starkers, and they call me Dan on Cryptomaniacs. And then uh, we have Raymond Speaks from BroFun on the uh, this Tuesday, right? Which is the first. Yes, second, third, Raymond fourth, Speaks fifth. is on Tuesday. Raymond Speaks will be at the same time, one Eastern time. Uh, the Speak 
guys had to delay it. So it is going to be three Eastern time, two hours later than our normal start. But they had a conflict, I guess. So they, I think they have their developer meeting that day. So they pushed us back a little bit, but that's okay. And what's the other one? Oh, first Tuesday in November, we have a third appearance of Elindos. And the reason why that is scheduled is he has said that there are going to be some updates and announcements coming out for Exode before then. And they're pretty significant. So he thought it would be a good idea to make a return visit. And of so, course, we're always happy to have people who talk about stuff going on on I. So, so the only time that you and I get to smack talk then and, and is during Friday's sessions. Uh, yeah, although we have, let's see, the first, second uh, Tuesday of the month. We still have, I think, two Tuesdays in October open. So there's cool. a chance that one of them, if not both of them, may be um, you and I going in circles about uh, How all the reasons. All the reasons why we love Hive and uh, and why we hate Ethereum or I hate Ethereum. Um, yeah, well, we could schedule mm -hmm. one of those Tuesdays on just focusing on ways to improve Ethereum, and then maybe like send a, a link to the video to Vitalik to help straighten them out. You you do realize that uh, Vitalik is, is you know trying to build Hive on Ethereum. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. You know, Hive is a blockchain Vitalik is really trying to build. He's trying to catch up. Let him try to catch up to Speak Network. Ha <laughs> ha. Good luck. We've got the cool, we've got the cool toys here, guys. Have, have you here followed the Speak Network much? Well, yeah, it's just I'm trying to learn a different language when I do. So, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely more for the tech savvy, for, they, the, for, the, for the guys and gals that understand the tech side of it. I'm more of a hands-on dude, obviously. Um, so I will learn a lot more about it when I start using it, if that makes sense. But that's just, again, me, because I'm kind of crazy like that. So, ah. There you go. Um, hello. Hello, everyone watching in. So what's up, Chris? How you doing? Um, everyone watching in on Twitter. If you're watching on Twitter and you're looking on where to chat... You can go to Twitch. We're now streaming on Twitch as well uh, under the account at JohnnyCoin. Uh, that's just our Twitch account. And if you chat there, it can actually pop up on screen with this awesome new technology we have that Task introduces to. Yeah. Okay. I will take credit. It's a bold-faced lie, but I'll take credit. That's I'll okay, take, man. I'll t I have no problem taking credit where credit's not due. I mean, it's just... I, I, I see uh, the Dow's report. That's what I'm going to call this from now on. The the Dow's earning report at the end of the, the beginning of the month. Dow, uh, Dow, you before you get started, Dow's, if you're not following Dow's, D-A-L-Z, give him a follow. He puts Absolutely. out some wonderful, he, he, he does a lot of study of the blockchain or, or, you know, sends his scripts out to the blockchain and, he pulls up, puts up some wonderful, wonderful reports on everything from, you know, high payouts to, I mean, the latest one he did, I think, was Splinterland, SPS. Uh, he just does, give your, do yourself a favor and follow that. Yeah, that's the, the account is at D-A-L-Z. Um, and I say Z, even though I'm Canadian, I don't say Z. That's weird. That is um, weird. It is. I don't Canadians get it. say that too. I know the Europeans do, but I didn't know the Canadians did. Yeah, Canadians say Z. I I've never. It's Z. It's it. It'll always be Z to me. I. It's. I don't know. It's odd, but. I agree. That's why they get paid the big bucks. Um. Cool. Yeah. Um. But you, sir, of course. Um. And, and I, this is kind of how you know we'll, we'll get into everyone's questions here in a second. But you know, this is my time to. To, to have a little chit-chat with my good friend Task. Um, you're number one, again, on, uh, on, on the earnings report for authors. And it's not even close. Like, it's, it's, it's not even like, you know, like, and it's funny because I'm actually on the top list for the second month in a row, which is crazy. 
Um, but the guys that I'm around, I'm actually right around. They call me Dan and stuff too. Um, our like it's really close, right? Like uh, the, our earnings for the month was really really close. And then you go and look at tasks. Tasks up top, and the the the, the graph like goes a mile this way. So first of all, congratulations on once recl- uh, not reclaiming uh, retaining your title as the top rewarded author on Hive. How does that? I, I want to see, you know, if you got anything to say about it, but also I got a little nugget and it's something I dropped yesterday for people uh, on this whole point. But uh, how did you get there, sir? This month or in general? In general, but this month again, I mean, it's, you know, uh, I would say four, four years on the high blockchain posting every day, multiple times a day. And, uh, you know, just showing myself to be uh, dedicated to Hive. Uh, anybody who upvotes my stuff, I mean, I, I don't put up any content that anybody would face a, a, la- a backlash of why did you vote for that? You know, why, 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 John, did you give that an upvote uh, of right. so much? I mean, it, it's it's thirty words. Um, you know, I'm engaging. I, I I leave comments and and do that type of stuff. Uh, how do I feel? I feel very good till I look at the witness earnings and it's like, or the curation earnings and yeah. it's like, well, wait a second. Pale in comparison. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I mean, uh, you know, five thousand and three thousand and two thousand. Uh, uh, author rewards, and then you look at the curation and you look at the witness, and it's like, holy crap! But you know, that's the way it is. I mean, curators are curators, and they do do very good work. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, the witnesses without the chain, I mean, we're, we're screwed. And um, you know, relatively speaking, if you look compared to what we pay to have a chain run compared to, let's say, the fees on Bitcoin. I won't say the other one just so John doesn't throw his coffee mug. Turn red, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't want you throwing your coffee mug. So, um, I mean, it's really relatively pale in comparison. But I, I, it, it's just a, a situation of being consistent, putting forth quality work, being dedicated to Hive, making sure that if people upvote your stuff. Um, you know, they're, they nobody's going to come back to them and say, you know, why did you, you give that an upvote? Uh, I feel I, I do research and some of the bigger posts that I, I get rewarded <clears> on <throat> are because I go deep into a speak network or something like that and, and put it in terms, I try to put it in terms people understand. I mean, congratulations on being so close to Dan. Now, I would also mention that you, you you know Dan got those rewards on about six posts this month. I, I know it's it's funny. It's like it's, <laughs> I, I'm sitting here busting like, my butt like you know every day making yeah, a post. Yeah, he does, does about like six three videos. posts a month. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but you know that's that's Dan, and you know hey, I mean he deserves he doesn't he doesn't Absolutely. self upvote his stuff. So I mean it's yeah. not like he's rewarding himself, but. Uh, you know, I, I've been loyal and dedicated not only to High but to Three Speak. I'm over 1,100 videos on Three Speak, uh, and there's a, some votes out of the Three Speak account. And it's it's just trying, John, like you, to be an example of what we we talk about. I, I mean, this is not say as we do stuff. This is do as we do. I mean, we're just telling you what we do. And uh, I mean, you do. I, I do this uh, show twice a week, but you, I believe, have five shows a week. I mean, if we count this as two, you have Sunday, um, Tuesday, your Monday show, and then two things on or Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So you're always putting together content. You're always working with your CTP people, trying to encourage them to, to be more engaged and to post and to comment. And... You know, you're doing all you can with it. Um, I just ran a contest out of Leo Market Talk, which, you know, that's the account I set up. And all the rewards in that account are going to be divvied out uh, probably today or tomorrow. I'll get to it and send it out because uh, for activity in there, we we I had a boatload of, of money built up. I mean, not a boatload, but 
there was a couple hundred uh, HBD and, oh, I don't remember, like uh, 700 high, high, uh, Leo. And so now that'll be uh, distributed out to the top four commenters for the month in Leo Market Talk. Nice. I mean, it's, you know, if I kept it, it's probably five, six hundred bucks, but give it out. I mean, it's, I didn't set up that account for my money anyway. So, right. uh, you know, it's just that's part of the Leo community and give it to the people active in Leo Mark talking on Leo. I think the, the big thing, and, and this is something like for you, obviously, you do like research and, and, and you look into this stuff. For me personally, I've never considered myself to be a Pulitzer Prize winning author at all. Um, and I mentioned this last night in, in our show uh, where I was, I, you know, I, ha I hate saying this because it sounds so corny. You know, anyone can do this. Look at me. But literally, look at me. Uh, the only, my superpower in this has been just showing up, loving what I'm doing and showing up every day. Um, never power down. Always power up. Um, I, I, I wave the high flag everywhere I go. Uh, I build businesses with this blockchain. I, I'm a raving fanboy of this blockchain, but I'm not creating content that like someone watches and listens to or reads and goes, oh my gosh, this has changed my life. John is the best author ever. Like it's never going to happen. I, I can admit that. But why I think that I attract people is obviously doing the Cryptomaniacs podcast, but that came about by getting on your radar, which came about by actually showing up for a couple of years so uh that I thought I think, it was i who got on your radar well dude you're just legend man like we're dude we're obviously trying to become like task man i mean that's this is the goal of everyone in this entire blockchain community is to to, to one day be like you no uh <laughs> well you know if nobody <laughs> accused people on hive of being the sharpest knives in the drawer so you know that 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 could be possible um perfect you know the smart ones i mean you know block trades i don't know if he wants to be like me he, he's, no, a he's pretty happy sharp cookie, though, so you yeah. know he he's got his own thing no it, it's, it's it's seriously uh i'm like you it, it's i don't know what you have in canada that's comparable in the united states when you uh are like a junior and uh or senior in high school you take a, a an exam a placement exam or whatever they call it called the sats and aptitude test which mm -hmm. they they use that for college entry and you know to see if you're a freaking moron or not and basically uh, it's broken up into math and english and i don't remember the exact numbers i think it's a, on a scale of 1600 but i was like upper 95 percentile in mathematics and i was like lower 20% or 10% in English. And, you know, I only speak one language, English. So that's kind of like an issue, um, mm. which I never understood. Why do we take English in school? We speak it. It's like, you know, I could see taking Spanish. I didn't speak Spanish, but it's anyway. for the literature. Con well, take literature then. Don't call it English because <laughs> in, we had lit classes too. But anyway, mm. I digress. Uh, so my mom used to tease me that uh, she had an uh, illiterate math genius. So I'm like you. I'm not going to write Pulitzer Prize winning uh, stuff here. I, I write. I actually write how I speak, although I drop the the f words and 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 the cussing mostly from my writing. Um, but I research it and I, I try to understand it. I just try to put it in terms people can understand. Mm. And. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, especially now, there's so much stuff going on that it's impossible for one person to, to, to keep up on everything. And that's where we all help each other and, and write stuff. And, you know, engagement is a big part of it. And when you see somebody who, I mean, I don't think it's any mistake that, um, you know, somewhere in the upper echelon of the Hive Engagement League or the Hive Engagement League and the Leo Finance Engagement League that ABH12345 puts out, um, you know, I, I spend time and I'm writing comments and I don't write, oh, great post, John, thank you. I mean, it's because part of the Engagement League is the number of words or, or he has a, a variety of uh, metrics yeah. that he uses. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, you know, there were times in, in that league where I was, I was writing 100,000 words in a week 
in just comment sections. Right. Uh, so it it I think it's just this is social media. Get social. Um, ah. I know there there there's people you upvote that you've met in CTP um, chat, CTP talk. What is it? CTP talk. CTP yeah, CTP chat. talk is the front end. Yeah, yeah. Chat okay. is our little. That's what I mean. People for comments. The, the, the chat. Yeah. And there's people I upvote out of Leo Mark Talk. Not their, only their comments, but their posts, because I see them on a regular basis. I don't know if he's in the audience, uh, but Finguru. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, which I believe, I forget the stats, but I think he was our number one winner. So congratulations, Finguru. Nice. Um, but that that's what it comes down to. And you know, I wouldn't have known names like Marky Mark or they call me Dan or Starkers or uh, Block Trades. I mean, I know they're just from, okay, there's their account. Yeah. But I didn't start talking to these people in 30, 30 or 60 days of being on the blockchain. Right. And I certainly didn't have them follow me or read my stuff. I mean, maybe they read my stuff, but I wasn't getting a lot of upvotes or anything like that. But over time, you, you get on the radar, and it's one person at a time, and another person at a time, and another person at a time, and um, you know, then people want to start following you because it's like, well, he or she writes some good stuff, and uh, you know, you get into the the tribes. Well, all of a sudden, you get into a STEM geeks, as we've said time and time again. You get into a STEM geeks, you write some good stuff. You are guaranteed to get on Marky's radar. Yep. And Marky is a bigger fish than you and I put together. Not only on Hive, but not only in STEM Geeks, but on Hive. On Hive, yeah. And yeah. if you're in Marky's on Marky's radar and you're writing quality stuff, especially in STEM Geeks, he's going to be appreciative and, and I'm sure he's going to reward you. Mm -hmm. um, now that wasn't available when you and I started because it was there were no tribes. It was but voting bots. It was voting bots, yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, you just you just stay consistent, and, you know, the voting bots eventually changed. They they altered some things. And, you know, now you and I get put together this, this show each, well, twice a week, and we get guests on here, and some of them are, I guess you could say, the who's who of Hive. Mm -hmm. Um you know, they have certain things they want to promote and, and, and share with everybody, which is a good thing. And we're providing that service. So I, I think you, you start to put that all together. And, you know, we've been doing this show for what, six, seven months now. And it took us three months, maybe even a little longer before we even had anybody willing to come on. <laughs> You know, we had no guests for the first three months. It was just you and I. You there? Hello? Okay. I guess John froze. Well, this isn't good. So, anyway, I guess this is a monologue. I wish I knew what was going on on Hive since I didn't read. But anyway, um, I'll give a little in insight into the kickoff video that speak network put together and basically it was high, it was very technical so if you're not technically inclined you kind of have to just bear with things for a while but the big thing is is they did give some time frames and they also gave you an idea of the scope of the project I mean, there is a lot of development, but fortunately, there's a lot of people involved in it. Not only do you have, obviously, they call me Dan and, and Starkers. Um, they have their own development team of Valtech and Bob, Bob Benson, but uh, Disregard Fiat's involved in it, as is Brian of London. So they're kind of bringing together people working on different projects so they don't necessarily duplicate everything uh, and they're making the most effective use or the efficient use of talents and resources 
So that's one thing that I got out of it. Another thing that I got out of it is the test nets are going to be, don't forget, this is a, a, a few days old. Maybe it was even recorded uh, a week ago. I don't know exactly when it was recorded. But um, the test nets were very close at the time of recording to being set up. Optimistically, we may see the main net for Speak Network going in four to six weeks. And if that's the case, that really will give a nice acceleration for the project. The claim drop, which everybody is, I guess, most interested in. Um, from what Matt was saying, perhaps it's about four months. So basically in the next couple, three weeks, there will be an announcement of the snapshot date. They called me, Dan, said there will be 90 days notice before the snapshot date. So if you figure, let's say, three weeks plus 90 days, you're basically looking at four months. So that would be uh, end of October, November, December, probably the end of January, beginning of February. That is a claim drop. It is not a straight airdrop. So for those who don't know, claim drop means... In this instance, every Larynx token is going to be matched up one for one with Hive token. Whatever Hive you're holding at the data snapshot, that is the number of Larynx you are capable of having or, or having dropped to you. So if you have 2,000 Hive at the time of the snapshot, you will be able to get 2,000 larynx. You will not get 2,000 larynx dropped to you on a certain date. It's going to be over the course of a year. You will have to claim it. This is for people who are going to be active, who are active on Hive, who want to be active on the, the platform, and who are interested in supporting Speak Network. I presume, it didn't say it in the video, but I've read it in the past, that it's going to be 12 over the course of 12 months. So whatever 200 is divided by 12, that's the number of larynx you can claim in each month. Again, the reason for that is they want people who are active. They want people who will actually stake these tokens, not just get a whole bunch of them and dump them on the open market and sell. Any tokens that are not claimed will go into a pool, which will be used to incentivize other platforms to come and utilize Speak Network. This will be applications like BitChute, maybe Library. Those type of video applications that are decentralized, that are quote-unquote blockchain-based, but they're doing like the same thing as 3Speak. They're having to host these videos on Amazon Web Services or whatever. So now they will have the opportunity to use a decentralized protocol, to use a decentralized system, and to use a system where people will be hosting the videos themselves. So that is where, where the Larynx token will fit in. And the Larynx token, by the way, for those who don't know, is staked and is a mining token that will mine you Speak token. Speak is the governance token. Speak is what gives you stake on the platform. Speak is what gives you the ability to vote on proposals and things of that nature. <clears throat> this is being built on what's called peer plays, which is a fork or was a fork of, I believe, Steam. It may have been a bit shares, but it's a fork of one of Dan Larimer's blockchains. It's graphene-based. It's the same code. It's delegated proof of stake. So it ties in very well. Anything built on there, from what I understand, can be, if the community decides, can be incorporated into uh, Hive's uh, base layer. So, for example, 
if they do do SMTs, and I'm saying this is an if, it's not in the roadmap or anything like that that I saw, or maybe it is, but maybe I just missed it. But the idea is that could be incorporated into Hive Space Code if the developers, if the community, if, if anybody really wanted that. The big thing to realize about the Speak Network is initially it was presented to us as video storage, decentralized video storage. And that is still part of it, is, is still the main thrust of it. They still want people uploading videos. They will be tied to IPFS, so there will be no Amazon Web Services. They will be tied to individual computers around the world. So it is truly decentralized. It is truly censorship resistant. So if a community, uh, and let's say a community is a, a just fans of a particular content creator, you know, whatever, uh, Alex Jones, uh, you know, Stephen King, I mean, whoever does content, pick somebody off you, YouTube, what, who cares? If they do videos and the community wants to host them, those, that, those, that, those videos cannot be taken down because they're not on YouTube. They're not on a centralized entity. It's decentralized. To do that, there needs to be compensation. There needs to be reward. Now we see where tokenization comes in. And by doing that, you have a situation where people will receive tokens for supporting the network and also supporting the particular content creator or the particular community. Because anything that can be done, by the way, at the base layer, most anything that can be done in terms of your SIP, your tokenization, things of that nature, it can be duplicated or will be duplicated in your communities. So there's a variety of ways for people to get involved. You get your Larynx tokens, you stake it, you mine it, you get the, the speak token, you can stake it, you can take part in the liquidity pools, you can uh, provide video hosting and storage, you can provide image hosting and storage. Uh, another factor in this, we often talk about immutability, which is obviously very important, but one factor of this is there's immutability if we want it. And what I mean by that, or, or how, how I look at it, is it cannot be taken down unless you decide to take it down. Because there's a lot of stuff that's up there that doesn't have to be up there forever. So obviously something that somebody puts on Twitter or YouTube and they get their account whacked, they probably want the immutability. They want the ability to keep their stuff safe and out of the hands of censors. But you think about all the videos that, and, and I've thought about this, and I'm going to do a post on it, but think about the stuff that's time sensitive. And what I mean by that is, let's say you have a review of the day's session in the stock market. So today is October 1st, and I'm going to do a review of the stock market. By Monday, that's passe. So that doesn't need to be on the network. So in a week, that could be deleted. And the, the network incentivizes people to delete it. Another example is let's say you have a preview of the Super Bowl. And a bunch of people make videos previewing the Super Bowl. Well, after the Super Bowl is played, that video is worthless. Who cares? You know what happened. So that could be deleted. And Dan talks about comments and, you know, the LOL and, oh, nice one. You know, after about three minutes, you can probably delete them or maybe a week or two. So these are all aspects of the Speak Network that are going to be incentivized to create a system that's maximum of inefficiency, as opposed to it just over time getting more and more bloated with stuff that nobody really cares or needs. So anyway, if we get interrupted again in this session or the next one, I'll go into another segment about the Speak Network because our fearless leader, John, is back. And well, by the way, folks, 
He's a technology expert, and I'm the one you were left with. So what does that tell you? I, I'm not even, like, I just got my laptop and tried to, like, I don't know what happened to my computer. The internet just died on me. But you were still streaming on my laptop. So I just opened up my laptop and jumped in here. I don't have my microphone or anything, so I have no idea what's going on. Um, you sound fine. Yeah, I... Dude, I like I'm on my laptop now. So like I don't know what happened to my computer. It just everything died. Like completely the the internet died on my computer, but on my laptop it was fine. So I don't know what the hell just happened. That's so okay. This, I, I, I ad libbed. I, uh, I felt some time. Do you want to keep going or do you want to just start over? Like, what do you want to do? <laughs> no, we're into I mean, hell, I just gave a tutorial on some of the Speak Network. I think it's classic TV already. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, we could start from here and let's go forward. I mean, people All are right. watching, okay. I think. I don't know. We broke the messages or we never got it working, so we don't know. Is anybody listening? Is anybody out there? Well, I, now I can't tell because I had, like, I'll, I'll check. Hold on. I mean, it's just, just <laughs> dude, like this is so annoying. Like, I don't know why my computer just died like that. Like, yeah, we still we got we got people on Vim still. People are still watching on Vim. Okay, well, I mean, uh, I don't have any time constraints, so let's do the show. I mean, so we get an hour and twenty minutes, and they got a little uh, entertainment. They got some more information about Speak Network. Uh, we know not to trust you with a, a PC for for too much, and uh, they realize that we're kind of technical idiots. You and I. What? Very, very frustrating. Extremely See, that's hurt. why you want to tune in live. You never know what's going to happen. It's like it's like George and Gracie Burns. You never know what we are. Dean Martin and, and Martin Lewis. You never knew what was going to happen on live TV. No editing. No say. I mean, it's. Wow. Well, if you're listening to this recording, hopefully we can even get the recording. So I don't even know if we're going to be able to get the recording because I was recording it on that computer, but it's apparently going to the cloud. So. I think it'll show up on Restream. We can only hope. We can only hope. So not only does your computer crap, it craps when we're trying a brand new streaming program. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here thinking it's the streaming, but it wasn't even the streaming platform. Like it was just my computer just conked, but my desktop, my, lap, my laptop is fine. So I, I don't know. I have no idea what happened. But anyways... Anybody who's a technical computer expert, please hit up John on Discord and help him out. He really needs it. Oh Blaine, God. are you out there? Call up John. Tell him what he needs to do. And I, I don't even have my like proper microphone plugged in, so I probably sound like echoey and ah, oh, what a disaster. No, you, you actually don't sound bad. No. No, mm. it sounds fine. Well, we'll we'll run with it, folks. And if you did manage to get through this this show. Uh, you definitely deserve a high five because uh, this is what happens when you do this stuff live. Anyways, should we go into their questions? <laughs> sure. It is Friday after all. I figured we'd get around to that sooner or later. Yeah. Um, let me uh, let me bring this up because uh, I, I do want to. Um... Yeah, let's do the questions before you break something else. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Please hold. Actually, I, can't, <laughs> I can't even do this right now, so I'm not even going to do that. Um, okay, so I got I to gotta go over to the other tab here. But first up, we've got I'm Farhad. He said, I have a question. What the hell is happening to HBD price? Is it going towards the dark side? Post payouts are now done in three parts. Liquid Hive, HBD, and HP. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> that was so two days ago. Uh, yeah. Lately, the liquid hive is getting bigger and HBD lesser. What can be done to stabilize HDB pr price? Any clues or insights? So that's from I am Farhad. Well, the fact that HBD has stopped printing in rewards is designed to decrease the supply and and hopefully increase the demand of what's out there and the fact that it's below a dollar 
yet is backed by a dollar worth of hive means that, you know, at 92 or 93 cents or whatever the heck it's at, you got a 7 or 8% upside. So if you want to make yourself a quick 7 or 8%, buy yourself some HBD at these prices and turn around and sell them, sell it when it's a dollar if you want. Um, you know, it, it, it's a free floating peg. And what that means is we don't just stick it at a dollar and say it's a dollar. It's free floating. It can move up and down. And we have some mechanisms in place, but the problem is the, the still the overall liquidity and the number of arbitrage people out there, it's just not that great. But I'll tell you what, if that sucker got down to about 80 cents, I guarantee you there'd be some heavy hitters stepping in and buying a crap load of HBD because they know they get a quick 25%. And when I say quick, maybe a few weeks or a month. Right. Yeah, it's all, it's all done by design. So um, the code is working. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's still stable-ish. I mean, we we're, it's not ideal. And no, having this this flexible range is not good. We want a much tighter range. But, you know, hey, we went up to $1.20 or something like that. We dropped down to $91, $92. I mean, that's a lot better than going up to $1.80 or 2 bucks and then dropping down to $0.50. Cents. So, you know, we're, we've tightened the range some. We got to tighten it more. There's no doubt, but steps. I mean, we're, we're just trying to move forward. Yep, for sure. Great question, man. <clears throat> uh, we have Chris, who's actually in the audience. Um, and guess what the topic is to ask your favorite topic, my favorite topic? Ethereum. No, the next, our, uh, my actual favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> We okay, so this I, I I went on my speak network uh, uh, or or uh, monologue, so now I get to be quiet and you get to talk about Splinterlands. In the game Splinterlands, is there a strategy <clears throat> on deck building and trying to win battles? This is from Chris. <sighs> when you get started, unless you have, you know. Like, you don't need thousands of dollars to build a deck. I think that's the, the misconception. You can you can do it on a, on a budget. Um, what a few people suggest is that you get, like, a little bit of everything. So that when you're doing your daily quests, if a life quest comes up, you have a deck for that. If earth quest comes up, you have a deck for that, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of the pros, a lot of the guys that do this Splinterland stuff for a living they recommend focusing on one, building up your deck in one splinter and having that the top of your food chain. Because the daily quests, <clears throat> yeah, you might, it's a one out of five chance or something, right? That you'll 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 hit it that day. But you're gonna be playing more than just the daily quest. So if if you have the rules, if you have your deck built up in say fire. Anytime fire comes up, you'll be able to learn that splinter a lot better and you'll know the different plays for it, et cetera, et cetera. So I myself, I took the, I was just collecting cards. I had no idea what every card did. So I can't really comment on the best strategy because the way that I did it was just throwing stuff against the board and stuff actually stuck. Um, but now I'm really, really focusing on getting specific cards and building those specific cards up. So I would say the strategy is to focus on one deck, focus on, on, on a splinter that you understand that you're really good at and, and focus on that to get that up. Then the trickle down effect will be, you'll be able to build up different splinters along the way. So I, again, for me, I literally just started buying cards. I didn't know what was going on. So Hopefully that helps. That's what I was going to say. There you go. Perfect. Good question, man. Appreciate it. A chim is up. I have a question related to Hive Engine tokens. It seems that most tribe tokens follow a similar downward path. How can we attract more people in a world where everyone jumps on the last, latest shiny thing? It's possible to be the center of attention once, but how to keep it up? 
how do we keep these tokens in front of people um, and and not people just jumping ship every two seconds? Who cares? I mean, it's again, you're focusing on market price, and I, I don't care about market price. I, I've been involved in Leo Finance for since the get-go or, or a month after it kicked off. Uh, I remain dedicated to it, and I'm not selling my tokens. Some other people are. Um, and what is going to help the price of Leo? Yes, the price of Leo ran up. And it's come back down and everybody jumped from Leo to proof of brain and that's crashing. Um, I stick with Leo because the development's there. Right. And I believe long term the project will succeed. And long term it will draw in more users. And long term it has strong tokenomics. I'm looking long term. It, you know, do I believe the price will be multi-dollar at some point? Yes. Do I believe it will be multi-dollar next week? Probably not. Do I care mm -hmm. that it's trading wherever it is at 25 cents or 20 cents? To be honest with you, no. Um, I mean, it's just most tribes aren't going to go anywhere quite simply because there's not much going on. And that's unfortunate, but... That's the way it is. If you have tribes that are active in development and, you know, looking at doing things, I mean, STEM geeks that we just talked about that. I mean, they just implemented eight mining, which ties into their STEM token, which ties into right. the tokenomics of, of, of their main platform. So eight mining is an adjunct to that in addition to being an opportunity in and of itself. Um, you know, that's something that holds some potential because Marky's still developing. He's still creating. He's still thinking. He's still doing stuff for the long term. Uh, you know, what's happening with a lot of the other projects, I can't look at them and say that I know that there's much going on. Not not that I, I'm saying, I'm not saying that there's not much going on. I don't know if there is, but, you know, if there, if you don't know if there's much going on, I'd avoid that because it's, you know, it's just a token hanging out there in, in La La Land. Mm. Yeah. You know, even though I wasn't in Splinterlands, we just talked about that. But one thing you always knew about Splinterlands over the past three years is they were still developing and doing stuff. There were posts out there. You could follow what was taking place. And, you know, they didn't give a definitive roadmap, but they, they did give some insight and, and some guidelines. And you could follow along. Well, now Splinterlands has achieved success or a degree of success. So uh, it's not really totally surprising to anybody who's, even if you've been watching it from afar. Just responding here. Perfect. Yeah, man. Um, that's the big thing with, with Splinterlands is just like you said, three years of it was just, they were always doing something. They had the Splinter Talk blogging platform, which was, you know, getting tons of support from certain people. And now everyone's looking around and going, oh, this is the hot token. This is the hot tribe. It's like, yeah, but look what they've been doing for years, right? It's like, so it's a, it's a good point. I mean, it's, it's you know, we actually had a question, you know, about, about CTP Talk and what we're doing with our roadmap and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, when, when you're a, you know, three-person team, um, it's a lot harder to you know to when life happens and you know for for a few of us this is not a full-time gig um so you know you only have a certain amount of time you can allocate to it and it doesn't move at the speed that people want it to move but you got to take you got to pull back and go big picture right and i think that's what's really important with these tribes and what sucks and a chim I'm, I'm definitely talking to you here and you understand this a lot of people are stuck on price and a lot of people are so market driven they can't you know they can't see two feet in front of them because all they're worried about is the stupid little one cent profits that they can or cannot make that i think is the wrong way to look at crypto as a whole i mean yeah we the markets are the markets and the markets are going to do whatever they're going to do and that's why solana is the deer that's why ethereum is the deer that's why 
BSCs that year. I'm not saying they don't have development. Obviously, they have strong development, but there's other tokens and other chains out there that have just as much development that if you look big picture, you can see that it's not slowing down. So it's, you know, and, and that sucks because there's the market cap on Hive Engine tokens and tribes is so small. So you get someone buying something for five bucks and it shoots the, the price up. So it's, that's why it's a really bad judge, I think, of, of how a tribe is going um, when you do that with the um, judging it on price or looking on price. So it's a good question, though. So appreciate it, man. We have David Armstrong is up. He said, uh, I noticed that Archon pays dividends. Why is this not talked about as an income token similar to Index, Utopus, and Bro? Um, personally, I think it's extremely confusing. That's why. Um, there's a whole, for me personally, uh, it's not that I don't think it's, 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 it does its thing, but for me, Utopus, Bro, and Index are really simple. This is how it works. Buy it. You don't need to stake it. Uh, you don't need to do fancy things with it. You literally buy the token. So for me, that's very straightforward and why, where I put my energy. So when it comes to income tokens, I know there's a lot out there, but that's what I focus on. I focus on index. Well, obviously, um, shameless self-promotion for the index guild. Um, <laughs> index, bro, and utopus because they're, they're stupid simple to me. Uh, Arch, Archon, D-Hedge are very complicated. I remember when I purchased D-Hedge, uh, I got absolutely slammed in my own Discord for buying the token because I didn't follow the rules of how it was supposed to be purchased through Discord. Like, it's, that was such a turnoff. For me, it was just like, oh, okay, cool, sell it all. Like, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to be... I'm already confused enough in crypto. If you're going to confuse things, I like simple. So for me... Anytime there's confusing ways of, and it might, someone who's developing this stuff might go, oh, it's not confusing. You just got, it's like, I'm an idiot. I'm the general population. I'm the target market for a lot of this stuff. I'm an idiot. I'll do my, I'll do my homework. I'll look around for stuff like DeFi. I had to push myself to learn this stuff and stuff like that. But when it comes to Hive and Hive engine tokens that are considered income tokens or dividend tokens, I don't want to be confused. <laughs> I want to buy them and let them do their thing. Personal preference. So I can't speak on Ar Archon and, and as a whole. But for me, I just like simple. There you go. Yeah? No? Oh, you asking me? I'm just seeing. You're just, you're, you, you know, I'm just seeing if you wanted to say anything or if you wanted to... Uh, I mean, you summed it up. It's uh, you know, it, it seems like uh, the the one behind that is in many different areas, and you know, it makes my head spin. I mean, it's the kid, kid in the candy store. I made some videos about that. I mean, you can go in so many directions, but I mean, it's these people are jumping all over the place. Uh, it makes me wonder. I, I mean, it. And people can pull it off, and people are making a lot of money, and they're they're getting into this, and they're trading that, and and that's right. cool for them. But for me, I just I, I can't focus on more than you know five, six things, and and exactly. it better be a couple of them. Better be my focus is no focus, like index. I bought it, and I haven't quite frankly looked at it since I even bought it. You're gonna get some nice voucher tokens here in a bit. Just saying. That's not of my five or six things. I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I know I'm getting voucher tokens from Bro Fund also, and I don't know it's, what it it's means. It's Splinterland stuff, man. I he know. Happens. I know it's Splinterland <laughs> stuff, and it allows me maybe possibly to get some cards that I have no idea what the hell they are, And but that's okay. Hey, it's free stuff. That's crypto. It's like That's crypto, man. I, I didn't know what I was buying when I bought the SPT, but I bought it because I was told to. It worked out well. Now I get SPS, and I just stake it, and somehow SPS shows up. Oh, there's something we didn't talk about. SPS is now on Cub Finance. That's big news. Yeah. There you go. Beautiful. Great question, though, man. Appreciate that, Art David. 
Uh, Mr. Robert Kane, Bob Kane is up. He said, my question, especially aimed at neophytes like myself, is this. Is there a blockchain dictionary anywhere? I just listened to the Road to 10K video and heard John use the word Sphinx. And how is going to keep putting them out there? Uh, I'm not sure if that was what I said, but apologies. <laughs> Um, if, I have if absolutely... it is, you're not going to find that on a blockchain video. Uh, yeah, you, you won't find think. that on a. Uh, I have to listen to that video again. I'm like, Thanks. I don't, I don't know. So I have absolutely no idea what that means. Since my crypto accumulation is starting and have enough value for me to pay attention to, I'd really want to understand what I am doing, and a crypto dictionary would be helpful. Um, I mean, I think Investopia does a pretty good job. That's I, uh, I don't know if they have much on there, but CoinGecko has some tutorials and, and stuff like that. And, and here's some promotion, but Leo Finance has a lot of educational stuff. And get involved with either CTP chat or uh, Leo Finance and ask questions. If you don't know something, people will answer it. Right. I mean, if you ask what, what the hell John said, we said, we'll just say, don't pay attention to him. You don't know what the hell he's talking about. I, I Sphinx. I'm trying to think of something that sounds like that. Um, sphincter. Sphincter. Yeah. Sphincter. Yeah. I don't no. know. It's... No. Yeah. But yeah, man, definitely CoinGecko, Investopia, uh, Google University too. Uh, yeah. You, know, you can't beat Google University. Uh, but um, Leo Market Talk, uh, Leo Leo Finance got you know. The Leo Leopedia, that's what it's called, right? Leopedia. Yeah, I don't know what what's on there though. That mm. that that might that kind of went to the back burner. Oh, okay, there you go. It's a good question though, uh, but definitely check out Coin Gecko. That's the one. And then finally, we have Jay Fang uh, coming up. You said my question is for the CTP vote multiplier. I heard from someone that every tribe that moved to Outpost has this broken. Uh, have you guys found a solution for it yet? Uh, I did not know that it was broken. Then again, uh, I don't use the multiplier. Never really have. Again, simple. I like simple. And I know that's how you maximize all the different tribe votes and this, that, and a third. Way above my pay grade. Um, I know I'm not maximizing it, and I should. And I know people have individual accounts for every single different tribe, and they do the multipliers, and I... I haven't even looked at it, man. Uh, I'll have to take a look. Um, we do have a guy that's working with us on Outpost that kind of understands it a little bit more than we do. It's a lot easier. I was actually talking to Marky Mark about this the other day. Um, it is it is like light years easier to manipulate and to code edit and stuff like that than the old condenser was. So... You know, if if something is broken, we'll have to have a look at it. But um, I, to be honest with you, man, I didn't even. Do you use vote multiplier vote multipliers at all? Yeah, like yeah, I've never used it. Yeah. So. I just have a couple separate accounts, and I delegate the rest. There you go. There you go. So uh, that was the questions, and that was the gong show of the episode. Um, and we still did it in an hour. We did, and I'm I'm terrified to to download this and to to, to see <laughs> what this how this worked. Um, uh, no, it's you're not going to get the answer by avoiding it. So yeah. So uh, if, if it's all gone it. hell in a handbasket task, I hope you're not doing anything this afternoon. I'll give you a call back, and we'll do it over again. <laughs> Oh, we'll, we'll have fun. Guys, thank you for bearing with my horrible technical ability. Uh, remember that we will have good internet, we promise, on uh, on Tuesday for Raymond Speaks. Uh, if not, that'll be just an absolute hilarious episode, just having us three on, on camera. Um, that'll be fun. We actually, didn't you guys interview me like six months ago, and then he never put the interview up? <laughs> uh, that sounds... <laughs> About that sounds like Raymond. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's possible. Oh, I'll, I'll 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 troll him for that on Tuesday. So it'll be a fun episode, guys. Um, yeah, yeah, but hopefully we'll find out some some good stuff about Profund. He he's he's another one. He's got his hands in 
he makes my head spin. He's got yeah, so many different things, but you know, he he's really expanding the tentacles of bro. So if you have bro tokens, be sure to tune in. He'll have have some good things and and talk about sin sin a too. I, I think Ew. he's he's been getting the front end redeveloped. Yeah, he got it on Outpost. He made that announcement this week. So Cine is on on uh, on the Outpost front end. So there you go. Guys, thank you for putting up with me. And thank you, Task, for ad-libbing. Uh, and, and apparently, I didn't even hear it because I was too busy, like, rage, like, Hulk smashing all my computers and stuff, trying to get it to work. But apparently, it was a, something about the Speak Network. So I'll have to watch and listen to the podcast to hear it. So. <laughs> there you go. If it, if it's bad, you can just edit it out. This might be a a fifteen minute uh, podcast. Yeah, might be a fifteen. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Anyways, thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate it again. Sorry for the troubles, uh, but we'll be back on Tuesday, and we will see you then. Toodles. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>